Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastuitsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadeth. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515 515- 605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. So welcome everybody to Self-Self-Care hosted by the Female Solution. And, you know, today we're um, every, uh, the first Tuesday of every month, we have uh, Michelle Froge on the show, The Rockstar Coach. And, um, who is an amazing intuitive, an amazing um, rock star. (laughs) 
and healer. And it got morphed and it kept morphing. And um, the first morph was uh, that Rajai Keldani, my brother from another mother, who's a frequency expert and quantum energy healer, um, uh, is joining the show today. And so we were doing the power of three and sharing about giving the spiritual gift of healing. And um, over the weekend, um, we were all together and we were building this this amazing labyrinth that morphed into something that was so transformational. Um, it literally was exploding my head. Um, I think we opened up a portal to Jupiter. I'm just going to tell you because it's the planet of expansion. And um, uh, our mutual friend, Jeremy Freeman, was here, um, CEO of uh, Freeman Formula, who makes upgrades. I'm trying to upgrade my brain right now. Um, And we were all chatting around the table. Uh, Michelle was not at that conversation. And he was sharing about his beautiful daughter, Alex Freeman. And... um, Anyways, um, it was so transformational that somehow the energy started um, flowing and we had her on the phone and all I know is that she needed to be on the show with all of us. Well, who is Alex Freeman at the ripe age of 16? Um, She's also a rock star. So, like, how cool is that? We have two of them on the show. And uh, whether she fully knows it or not, she is a um, uh, incredible. Oh shoot! Okay, guys, we're not live, so we're going to start this over. Uh, we hit the live show. Thank you to Chris, um, Chris Fetchula. Thank you very much for letting me know that we were not live. I hit the live button and it it, it didn't go live, so we're going to start over again, I guess. Um, so I, I know that this was on Blog Talk and it was on Podbean, but we need to have this on YouTube. So um, today's show is about giving the spiritual gift of healing, and the first Tuesday of every month is um, and and is uh, having Michelle Froge, the Rockstar Coach. We do intuitive healings together. We we give advice and readings and um, provide insight uh, by accessing consciousness. And it morphed into, um, looks like they're having trouble streaming to Facebook. Give me a minute, please. Um, We're having trouble streaming. Okay. This is interesting. Okay. So they're just not going to let us do it on Facebook today. And that's okay. Uh, We are in the Facebook group today. But we are not um, going to be on uh, the Facebook Live. So if you uh, go to, if you're watching this, or you know people who do watch and they can't find us, they can find us on YouTube this morning, Blog Talk Radio, Podbean, and then the Facebook group, Shifting Your Mindset to Reclaim Your Health. Okay, so we're there. Um, there's a reverberation already. So. Um, Raj, okay, Raj, you've got yourself muted. So anyway, I guess I'm going to do a quick repeat, which is 
uh, as we, um, there was a lot of energy here um, at Tucson Essentials, which um, is where I live, but it's also where I work and where we're creating the Church of Divine Guidance. And over the weekend, we created the Labyrinth. And uh, that morphed into some amazing energy where we also had our dear friend, Jeremy Freeman, who is the CEO of Freeman Formula, who creates upgrades, and which I'm upgrading my brain right now. Um, and uh, it was a delightful experience. And when we were having the after conversation, Jeremy shared the path of his 16-year-old daughter, Alex Freeman, who is also a rock star. So we have two rock stars on, on the show today. Um, and she, um, whether she knows it or not, she's a channel, right? She accesses consciousness and I believe has the most amazing spirit guides. Um, and they guide her in a way that's unrecognizable for a 16-year-old. And quite frankly, She was being guided much younger than that, and she wrote a song that I'm going to have her sing here today, or ask her to sing here today. She agreed to do it earlier, uh, <laughs> and um, her music fits in with the show today because it's about healing. Her music is healing, and. I think that I just want to stop now and bring everybody on the show and let you experience what I'm referring to. So the first person I'm going to bring on is my co-host, Michelle Froge. Welcome. Grand Rising. Grand Rising. Can you believe I didn't hit, I hit the start, but the start didn't go. It happened. I know. You hadn't had your upgrade yet. It's all good. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's just mine this morning. As soon as my feet hit the ground, I was like, that's what Jeremy said. Well, that's what I'm going to do. Well, and it's been interesting. You know, I still have a household full of people, right? Yeah. So I'm like, my, I don't have my routine. Yeah. <laughs> routine is good. That's I, I love my routine. So I, and, um, I'm still trying to get the label off. Okay. <laughs> I was off of my routine this morning. I got up at 6.30. What? Who am I? What? Well, and that's what the upgrade will do for you. I mean, it's, it's a, it, I think it's an accumulation into the body of a frequency that helps you rise up in a way that's unrecognizable. So, well, it was unrecognizable for me this morning. Michelle doesn't get up at 6.30. No, she doesn't. <laughs> it's so funny. I so let's over. I, I know I know my girlfriend, so yeah. Yes. And cheers. Cheers. <laughs> well, that's good. Mm. And I bring on Rajai and Alex. And um, y'all need to unmute. There you go. <clears throat> good morning. Good morning. Grand Rising. Good morning. And how is our uh, technology, Raj? Go ahead and say a few words and see if there's any... Well, Grand Rising, everyone. I'm glad to see you on um, on here, Michelle. It's only been a couple days, but I'd love to, love to see you every time I see you. Alex, um, you're amazing. Can't wait to hear you sing. And um, I, I can tell you, your dad is very, very, very proud of you. So keep up the good work. Thank you. So 
Um, why don't you all, because this is a little bit different for my listeners, um, starting, I'm, I'm going to ask Raj first to start with who, what, who and what he does, then Michelle, and, and then Alex. So go ahead. Yeah, so I, um, my name is Rajai Kalbani. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, but I, I've been working with frequencies for seven, eight years, and um, I, I've, I've kind of delved into this whole world of frequency medicine, so energy frequency and uh, vibration is really everything that there is, uh, including your voice, right? Your music. And, and that's part of healing. And, and, um, and that's why we have Alex. That's one of the reasons we have Alex on, on, on the call today is um, really it's about tapping into this healing energy, whether it's through music, through, through words, through really just the feeling that we can create within ourselves, right? Because everything is energy, frequency, and vibration. And as you all know, we all need more healing. We all need more compassion in the world. And we all need um, a higher vibration that allows us to be more harmonious with each other. And so um, when we have bright souls uh, that, that grace us like Alex, who can share a message that inspires people to, to to be better, to be different, to, to uh, you know, really uh, be in their own power and be in their own, um, you know, really just in their own magic, right? Because we're all magical creatures. Um, to really just own that. And so um, I love this whole field of frequency because it really is the essence of everything that there is. And so um, that's kind of what I do. My main thing is um, just educating and teaching people and having people experience uh, what frequencies can do for you. Awesome. Um, so good to spend more time with you, Rajai. It's always fun. Um, grand Rising, everybody. Again, I'm Michelle Froge, the Rockstar Coach. And it's interesting, as you were talking, Rajai, I, um, and then thinking about Alex and I was part of one conversation where I got to hear a couple of your songs, Alex, and your dad was telling you a little, or telling us a little bit about you, and I just, uh, he even mentioned that in in at least one way we are alike, um, and so I was just thinking while Ryan I was speaking, I didn't realize until this very moment that I've been a healer for a very long time. Um, probably, you know, all my life, really, um, even though I wasn't consciously aware of it, because I've been singing and dancing and performing and all of those things ever since probably I came out of the womb. My mom told stories about me, you know, dancing around in a diaper. So well, I heard you were dancing in the womb. I probably was, yeah, probably was. I'm singing, I'm sure. Um, but... But so so then when I moved into the actual work, quote work as healer and intuitive life coach, um, I really didn't put the two things together. I thought, okay, well there's two different paths and I love both of them and both of them bring me joy. But it wasn't until this moment, thank you, Rajai, um, that I realized it's all the same because mm-hmm. it is all healing. Music can be, depending on the frequency um, and the message, it can be so healing. 
and I get a lot of comments, as I'm sure you do, Alex, of how people feel when they are in the presence of music that moves them. And uh, so it's just a joy to to be able, and I don't take it for granted, not everyone has a voice that they feel comfortable sharing. Oh, I certainly don't. <laughs> it's not in that way because I think everyone has a voice not everyone is comfortable with it. So, um, yeah, so that's who I am, and I'm excited to get to know you better, Alex, too. Go ahead, Alex. Thank you. Oh, you're muted, sweetheart. You're muted. You guys are glitching out on me. <laughs> oh, we're glitching out? Okay, so... Oh, okay. Oh, wait. What happened? So, actually, I want to do... Can, um, hold on. Raj and Michelle, uh, I'd like to clear energy around uh, the show right now. So you guys hold space, pull the energy in, infinite incorruptible source, remove any interferences in communication uh, for this show. Uh, please provide clear communication. Remove, um, uh, yeah, that. Thank you. Okay. 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 Let's try it now, please. Go ahead, Alex. And uh, unmute. You're muted. Okay, there you go, Dad. Okay, there you go. Can you hear me? Perfectly. Yay! So tell us about you and okay. and how and why you were drawn to music. Um, and why and you know, and tell us about your mission here today. Uh in on well, not just today, but your mission. Okay, cool. Hi, I'm Alice Freeman. I am a singer, songwriter, actress, model, entrepreneur, financial super kids, and author. And I was really music. I, you know, I've been singing ever since I can remember. Like, I wrote my first song when I was five years old about anti-bullying. And it was my parents' plea that you can either mope and be sad and be the victim, or you can do something about it. And my choice is to do something about it. And the way that I chose to was by writing a song, because I know if I'm feeling this way, then someone else has to be feeling the same way that I am. So it's not just me experiencing this one thing. I, I really had such an amazing opportunity to be able to share that song that I wrote. And it was it was the simplest thing. It was called Be Nice, and it just the chorus repeated, and it was like, Be nice, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was super easy repeated, like a billion times. But I... I really had such an amazing opportunity to go into schools and perform and open for Kids Bob and so many different people singing that song. And it gave me, you know, my message at the time, which was full on anti-bullying and talking about, you know, when you see something, you say something and you are, it's very like, like being, it's anti-bullying. There's not much more to get into it than there. But I mean, I I really, um, that was so important. And I was like, I want to talk on this and touch on this. And so, you know, being, I was five, six, seven years old through that time, going into schools and talking with kids. And so now I, you know, I've kind of ventured off from that and come back to it and back and forth a little bit. Um, for a while, I really was so big on, and I still am, um, 
on suicide prevention, I had lost one of the most important people in my life to suicide, and it was such an earth-shattering, like, heart-bending experience and being able to, you know, like, I wrote about it personally at my emotional release of how I handle and deal with everything going on in my life that I write about it. That way I am able to kind of express how I feel and not have to talk about it because I don't like talking about it. So I I write everything. So I really, I did performances. I went to all of these suicide blogs and everything to make sure that I was able to share the message. You know, everybody has lost somebody different ways, of course, but there, it's such a horrible, horrible feeling when you lose somebody she's suicide because it's just like, it's like, I wish I would have known, like, I wish I could have done something different, I wish I could have helped, I wish I could have changed, I wish I could have been there for you, you know, and it's like, I feel like a lot of us take on this role of like, what if I could have done something that she and so I feel like, with that, I want to, to be there and be able to talk about and go talk about what I've gone through and listen to hear what other people have gone through. And so, you know, I wrote this song called Somebody to talk about, you know, how I felt and my experience with it. And so now my mission has been, you know, talking about suicide prevention and anti-bullying. And I'm currently working on this um, anti-bullying book. For, it's a kid's book because I was talking with my sisters and I had found out, like, I was bullied when I was in kindergarten. And I was like, maybe it's common now. Because it would be like, bullying is not what it used to be. Like, it's not, like, it's nowhere near. And then, but we also have so many different sources of bullying today. We have cyberbullying. Well, you took the words right out of my mouth with that one, right? Like, that cyberbullying stuff? Yeah. Ooh. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so... They have in person or written or whatever. There's so many different like streams and ways that it comes to these kids, and it's um, it's crazy, honestly, because there's so much going on, and they have, they're so receptive. They're so little, like they 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 hear it and it's what goes in their mind. And you're like, oh my god, this is heartbreaking, you know. And so I'm creating this really cute little. I just finished writing it yesterday, actually. Um, with book. That was like there. It's so cute. It's about anti-bullying and you know talking about like how to deal with it, like what like in a good situation, being positive and not taking it and like moping and being upset about it, but finding a way to you know go around it or not accept it and be like you know what I'm great and I'm sorry that you're going through your own issues that you're putting on me and that's okay if you need to release them then release them but don't put them on me. And so talking about that and showing that through. So they're like a couple of really cute little characters that are based off of my dog wings that I'm so happy about. So I, you know, there's so much going on and I'm so excited to be talking with you guys today. So, you know, um, meet Shagla, by the way, because if I don't introduce her. Shagla, say hello to Alex. Oh, <laughs> you just want to talk to mommy now. Okay. Um, no, I think she has a message. So um, she she's asking me to ask everyone their experiences with bullying. Because I think it's such a very I, – I was bullied as a kid. My dad told me to fluff it off, right? He says, just let it, be like, uh, let it roll off your back like a duck, like water off a duck's back, right? 
And, you know, I was told to toughen up. And I don't think that's, you know, I think that's what he knew because, you know, that's how he grew up. What about you guys, Michelle? What happened? What what what's your experience with bullying? Um, I was bullied a ton. Um, I was super super shy. Um, I know it's hard to believe now. Um, but um, I I wouldn't speak when I was, when I was very young. I wouldn't speak unless someone spoke to me, and even then I was petrified. Um, but when I started to go into school. Um, I just, I just loved everybody. Like, I've always just been that person that, um, it's like that whole cliche, can't we just all get along? Like, I think I coined that many lifetimes ago or something, because that's how, that's what my soul screams, can't we just all get along? Like, I don't, and I was thinking about this the other day, because I said this, and and I, I think I need to, to pivot how I said it, um, I said I don't see differences in people. That's not true. I see differences in people, and I I appreciate them. I I applaud the differences in people because I love being unique myself, and I love that everyone is unique. And well, I never understood when I went to school and I was like, well, okay, they like to wear black clothes and you know, have piercings all over their, you know, face, whatever. Okay, cool. That's that's who they are. That's how they express themselves. Okay, and then these people over here, they're really good at, in sports, and so they're into sports. And these people over here, they're um, they like acting, and so they're in drama, and you know, on and on and on. And I didn't understand why I couldn't be friends with that group and that group and that group and that group. And so I kind of alienated myself because I wanted to be friends with everyone. And then at some point I learned, right, that, you know, you have your own group and you stick to that group. And if you don't, then, you know, we didn't call it bullying back then. <laughs> but but um, I recall going home quite often uh, from school and crying you know, um, and that's no way, that's no way for children to grow and learn. Um, so Alex, thank you, thank you, thank you for using your voice, especially at such a young age, because as we know, we tend to listen to our peers much more, especially when we're young, than we do adults. Right, and so you being a peer and letting kids know, hey, it's not only okay to be different; it's cool to be different. Let's let's applaud that. Let's um, be excited and uh, rejoice in our differences. That's amazing, Rajai. And then I'll we'll bring it back together and I'll comment all together. But go ahead, Rajai. What was your experience with being bullied? Whether it's in well, school um, or military or I really didn't get bullied very much. Um I was actually one of those people that would try to protect the bullied, right? So um for some reason people kinda of left me alone. I don't know maybe because they have like a a, a mean angry face or something <laughs> or 
Really no, you have a carefree face, but anyway, go ahead. But um, but it's certainly a problem, and I think it's a, a bigger problem now more than ever, especially that cyberbullying, because it doesn't just apply to kids. Um, mm-hmm. Adults are bullying adults online, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're detached from the ramifications, right, of mm-hmm. what they say because they're behind a keyboard and a screen. And so I think it's actually become a bigger problem. Um, but what I find interesting is how, you know, Alex talked about how she was bullied when she was very, very young, and she took a negative um, experience mm-hmm. and she turned it around in a positive way that helped her to kind of form who she is and who she wanted to be. And that, I think, is what's really, really powerful more than anything, and that's the real message um, that we, we, we want to get out there is, hey, you have the ability to pivot and change and decide. Regardless of what happens to you, you respond in the way that you want, right? You can respond either this way or that way. And um, so being an inspiration to people to show them that there, there is another way instead of feeling defeated, but being empowered by what they experience. And I love that. So, Yeah. So thank you to each and every one of you. Um, I think that um, the fact that we can bully someone on, on the playground and how it's elevated to being able to hide behind a device and do it incognito and not have the responsibility or accountability um, for how you're impacting someone, and you don't even get to see how you're impacting someone, right? Um, Speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying my best this morning not to do the blubber cry. (laughs) So that's why we have these really big pregnant pauses. (laughs) Doing my best. So please bear with me. Alex, you inspire me um, in a in a way that I don't know how to even express. It took me a long time to find my voice. And you can ask Michelle <laughs> when I try to get up on stage. And so we're talking about two different voices here, right? <laughs> One voice was to speak my mind, right? And the other one was to sing on stage. And I tried to sing on stage and literally nothing comes out. I mean, like, I just, her her, her uh, partner, Michelle's partner, kind of lowered the mic because it was like, really, nothing's coming out anyway. Not true. That is not true. <laughs> if he didn't do it physically, it did it itself energetically. I'm just going to tell you. Because it's like, you know, in the shower, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, or on the toilet. Let me sing it, you know. So, so the fact that you are the voice of multiple generations, 
is how I view you. Multiple generations, you are the voice of of children of all ages because you wrote your song at 12, right? I did write some of Yeah. What I would like to ask at this point in time, if you are still willing, would you sing for us? I know you don't want us to play it, but you would like to sing it. And so, and actually that's the better choice, quite frankly. <laughs> Will you sing your song so that people can understand why I'm moved to tears and let's bring them into the fold of who you are? Of course. Mm-hmm. So I'll talk a little bit about the song too. So Thank you. somebody is sponsored. Okay, um, hold on. We're having, are you getting interferences on that end too, Raj? Is she cutting out? Okay, so let me clear the energy on your devices. Okay, is energy clear in the house, clear in the device? Are there any interferences? There are. Whatever those interferences are, please uh, transmute them up to social. Please correct if I might like. Try now, Dom. Go ahead. Okay, so somebody is a song that I wrote when I was about 12 years old, and I, I think I was like, I think I just turned 12 actually, and I, you know, I had lost one of my mentors to suicide, and I, you know, I spent so much time with her, like she taught me how to do multiplication, and we'd go ice skating, and it was, I, I looked up to her so much, and she was such a big role and character in my life, and so I, it's really interesting because at first when I had found out that she had passed, I had no reaction. And I was just in this state of like, oh, wow. And I didn't talk about it for like two years. I was absolutely silent. Didn't, I, I didn't want to talk about it. There was nothing that I wanted to say about it. I, just, I couldn't bring myself to even think about it. Because if I did, I was upset, but I didn't know how to handle it. And so, you know, Music has always been my emotional release. Whenever anything in my life is going on, I always, you know, I write about it. And that was one of those things I just didn't feel comfortable writing about. And so it took me, it took me two years to be able to, like, you know, even, like, sit down and be like, oh, my God, wow, like, this is what happened. And it was, it was so much for me to process. You know, I was, I think I was 10 when it happened. And then I finally got around to writing about it when I was 12. And so, you know, now I'm 16 and I've had a long time to sit with the song. And, you know, sometimes it's one of those things that, you know, I can't even, like, say I have this video talking about it. So I, I know that you guys saw the video, but I, like, I can't even watch the video sometimes. I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is not okay. And so I, I'm, I, I've been... I have this set coming up. I'm going to New York. I'm going to performing for a couple different um, schools and events and stuff like that. And it's in my set list. So I've been getting, you know, more accustomed to talking about it and getting ready to talk about it. And it's been a long time, so I, I need to kind of get myself ready for that. But I am. Um, somebody is just so important to me because it, it really was, she was such a big role model in my life. And so she was somebody who, I, I, in the song, I talk about, you know, you showed me how to be somebody. And it, so it's, she, I looked up to her so much, and it's such a great role model for me. And so, so that's kind of what somebody's about. So I'll sing a little bit of it for you. Thank you. Of course. I couldn't find my track, so we're rolling a cappella today. <laughs> I love a cappella. Like, that's my favorite. So, yeah, go ahead. 
understand if you didn't understand frequency before the show you just had a live demonstration of it the frequency of love and let that sink in for a moment how do you feel do you feel love do you feel emotion um whether you're crying like me i still have emotion of love like 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 being valued and honored and um, these are very high frequencies. An acapella cannot be tuned to anything other than the frequency of love. Right? When we have the frequency of music and you're using instruments, you can actually tune in the instrument to different frequencies. And back um, before, around World War II, I think it was, um, music was tuned to the frequency of 440, which causes um, disharmony in the prefrontal lobe. And, um, you know, 432, which is found in nature, causes harmony. 528 is also found in nature. It's the frequency that bees buzz at, right? And what perfect frequency for them because it's a frequency of love and they're pollinating our food, right? There, 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 are, there are vegetable farmers, if you will, you know, like that. And so when we um, create with love, 
we create more love. We send it out in the universe. It's kind of like 10x in your business. When you put your energy into your business and you grow it, you can grow love. And you can grow love with your voice. And I didn't know this was going to go this way, but I'm going to take it there anyway. I often talk about how words are just vibrations in the air. And that the energy or the tone behind those words will transmit how people feel about you, right? Uh, Maya Angelou says people uh, remember, not, I, I, don't, I won't quote it exactly, but they don't remember how, what you said, but they definitely make, remember how you made them feel. And so we have an opportunity to really have some discernment and awareness about how our words and the energy and the frequency behind our words are making others and I work on this all the time and if you can't hear yourself which is very common you can feel yourself you can feel if you're angry and you can feel if you're feeling like you're resenting someone or you are angry and you need to retaliate that energy comes through as a tone And I don't want to demonstrate it because the frequency we have here right now is just too beautiful. I wouldn't want to disrupt it. But you all know what I'm talking about. And a perfect example would be how you say the word thank you. And you can shift that tone of thank you to one of joy, gratitude, which we manifest everything with gratitude. Or you can shift it with blame and shame. And thank you can transmute or transmit blame and shame, depending on your energy behind it. So, thank you for your gift of showing up today and, and sharing your story um, and being a stand for others who are not able to stand for themselves. And we should all do what you do on some level, right, in some part of our lives. And so if you're listening um, uh, to this, whoever our listeners are, and we have multiple platforms going on right now, different, um, which is why I look to the other sides, just <laughs> checking out the other platforms. Um, take a look at where... You are spreading joy. What's your frequency? How are you helping people heal? Like Michelle said, she didn't realize that she had been a healer all her life. The moment you open your mouth, either harming or healing, um, or you could be remaining neutral. Um, but I would say that if you're remaining neutral in a harmful situation, then you're harming, right? But like Michelle, she's been singing and healing people with her beautiful voice. And um, we all can, we don't have to do it with our voice, right? I mean, but that's what the point of today's is. But um, if you would, Alex, share with us your, you have an organization that you've already created at the right old age of 16. 
I hate to see what happens when you get to be my age. You're going to be like, you know, queen of the world. Uh, <laughs> um, tell us about the organization that you created. Of course. So I have this, it's actually quite recent. I have this new organization called Made From And it's really sharing, you know, I believe that, you know, we have the potential to do so much and do so much and, you know, be a catalyst for positive change. And I, it's so important to me to share that with, you know, I, I, the whole time that I, you know, I was creating this organization, I was thinking of my little sisters and like my best friend's little brother, they go through so much every single day in school and just seeing, you know, they're getting bullied constantly and like seeing everything that's going on with them is so, it's so insane to think about like, my sisters are nine and they every day are enduring so much stuff. There's so much going on. And so, you know, I created this organization to be able to, you know, stand up against bullying and stand up and make a change and make a difference because, you know, you can all, there's always parents and teachers and principals and, you know, coaches, but people who are an active role in people's lives. But, you know, when you hear, oh, yeah, don't bully, like, bullying's bad, like, don't do it. Like, that's not, it's not stopping it, it's not changing it. And they don't listen. It's, it's, it's one of those things that I feel like people are supposed to say. And they don't always mean it. Just like, yeah, don't bully. That's it. And then it's, it's a done the dumb thing and I feel like someone that's closer to the kids who are, you know, list like being bullied, they need to share someone who has been bullied and has been has gone through the same things that they have at the same level or worse. And you know, ninety percent of students from grades four to eight are bullied every day. Ninety percent. And it might be higher so a lot of these kids aren't saying that they will. They're so scared of saying, oh, yeah, this kid said this to me. This happened. This kid, whatever happened, they, they don't even want to talk about it. And so 70% of students have seen and witnessed bullying. And 48% will never say a word. Because they've been so bullied themselves. Yeah, because they've been bullied themselves. And now it's like, yeah. it just came to me that we have an opportunity to help people understand something. People, um, and I'd like Raj and Michelle to pipe in after I show this, if you don't mind, because I know that you guys can handle this. So bullying, the root cause, is not being heard and having a lot of anger. And it's about retaliation and resentment. That's, those are your root causes. Like, they weren't hurt at home, and they're going to make sure that they're going to make sure that they're hurt here, like wherever here is, right? And so there's an opportunity to help people become self-aware about how they feel and how they show up. Michelle, I'm going to hand that to you. Go ahead. I was actually thinking about this this morning, um, and yes, completely agree, um, the root cause. And then I also thought of something else. You know, sometimes 
when other kids are impressionable and they want to fit in for whatever reason. Um, they can either not speak up because they want to fit in and they don't want to, you know, be the subject of the bullying that they're witnessing if they haven't experienced themselves. Uh, or they they could be needing, let me use that word, needing that acceptance so much. Um, and for whatever reason, they're looking for it in their peers. And so if that is the case, then they're simply going along because they're going with the flow. They, they don't want to, you know, disrupt the apple cart, so to speak. And so I think probably those kids are the ones that could have the biggest impact if they would speak up because they do have good heart. Um, and you know, kind of like I was, they want to be friends maybe with both sides, but who are you going to, who are you going to be friends with? Are you going to take a stand and be friends with the underdog that's getting, you know, beat up or bullied or whatever every day? Or are you going to stand behind, you know, somebody that um, maybe, you know, does the bullying so that you hopefully can stay out of their line of fire? Um, well, if you take a stand, and say, you know what? No, this isn't right. Yeah, you may subject yourself to bullying as well. And yet, you also could influence that bully because they see you in a different light, perhaps, even if for a split second. So um, there, there are many reasons, but I do... I do agree with you, Jody, that the biggest reason people, and it's not just kids, the biggest reason people bully um, is they don't, they either don't feel worthy, which that line in your song, Alex, whoo, powerful. Yes, every life has worth. And, um, so they either feel unworthy, and if they do feel unworthy, it's likely because they they didn't feel or receive the love that they needed um, at some point in their life. And like you said, Jody, they're retaliating in, mm -hmm. in the only way that they can because they haven't learned how to use their voice in, in a constructive manner. And so they become destructive with it, not understanding that if they would go the other route, they would actually receive what it is that they desire so so badly. It's that love and that acceptance. Um, and so, yeah, I just agree with you. Um, and I don't I don't know that we have the answers except doing things like Alice is doing, speaking out, speaking up, and letting those quote underdogs know they their lives are worthy and they don't have to hide and they don't have to be afraid and it's wonderful celebrate your differences and if we can just all get along <laughs> the world would be a wonderful place <laughs> yeah world peace. yeah one of the things that i yeah. wanted to explain 
um, and spent a long time. I trained under an amazing doctor in Libertyville, Illinois, a functional medicine doctor, and um, really, like, probably one of the most brilliant men I know, but his emotional intelligence wasn't, like, too high on the charts. And one of the things is that he wanted to be accepted by everybody and wanted to be almost, like, different but also the same. And I said, Danny, and I put my hand on his heart. I said, you are love. I said, you are made in the image of Christ. And I said, you're not supposed to be the same. I said, we need you to be different. And so I want to impress upon the world that your differences are what is why you're here. It's how you're contributing. If we're all going to be a cookie cutter of each other, we can't go where we need to go. We can't do what we need to do. We can't lead, right? And so you have to lead people, your family, your friends, people you influence, with your divinely given gifts. So they can then lead with their divinely given gifts, right? So um, be who you are and breathe into that. Rajai, you want to share? Yeah, I, um, you know, going back to um, maybe the origins of why people bully, I think it does come back to insecurities um, that people have, whether it be kids or even adults, but, um, you know, I want to encourage those being bullied, right, kind of, and, and you're a voice for that, Alex, is it's okay to stand up to the bully, right? right? Because oftentimes what will happen is the bully will stop in their tracks, right? When they get pushed back, they're given an opportunity to reconsider and pivot. And oftentimes what you'll find is they do that, right? It, it's a learning experience for them because they need help too. They're, they need the help, right? They just don't realize how um, their actions are impacting other people. Um, but both sides need to heal. But the side that pushes back, right, the one that's being bullied, is going to be the one that's going to be the inspiration for that bully to heal. And for that bully to realize, okay, maybe I'm doing this all wrong. Maybe there's a better way that feels better. Right? That feels lighter. And I love what, what you've done, you know, that song that, that you created for your friend, right? Um, I don't know if she was bullied, but I know bullying and suicide are, you know, there's a, there's a connection there, right? A lot of young kids or, you know, do go that route, right? But the fact that you wrote that song, you, you know, these people that, that, that have committed suicide don't realize how many people they impact and how far that ripple effect goes. And, you know, it's, it's actually, that ripple effect is still going and because of what you're doing now, okay? Her being, her memory, 
her, everything about her is going to be honored because of what you're doing for your friend, right? Because that's that's what it, that's what it came from a and from from a need on your part to honor her and her her, her life. And and um, I also kind of want to talk about um, kind of guilt and regret, right? Because the people that are left oftentimes feel a sense of guilt and regret. Like, I could have done something I should have known, but I didn't know. And I um, I can definitely relate to that, and I, and I, I want to, for the people that are out there experiencing or have experienced that, well, I will say to you, I, so I was suicidal uh, years ago, and I, I almost did myself then. And no one knew. I didn't, you know, it was it was something that was a deep secret that I kept. No one knew. On the outside, everyone thought I, I was fine. Not a single person knew. Not one. Right? So, you know, the people that, that friends and family had no clue. And, um, you know, I those people would have had that shame and that, that guilt, but it's really not their guilt to, to, to carry. And, and so I love what you're doing. I think you're, you know, this conversation needs to be had. Um, you, need, you know, what you're doing in terms of inspiring people to make better decisions, to reconsider, and, and, and also for those people considering what your friend did and what I almost did is that there's a real impact. You are loved. People are thinking about you. People care that you're hearing that you're doing what you're doing and you're making an impact whether you realize it or not. So thank you. At some point you felt invisible, right, Raj? Yeah. Uh, you know, definitely, you know, you're, 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 you're kind of, you feel like you're by yourself completely by yourself. So, yeah, and you feel like you don't count. Sure. And no one's going to miss me. Correct. And um, what's what's this worth living for anyway? Yeah. We've all, I think we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know I have been, right? Um, my dad uh, energetically pulled me out of harm's way. You know, he already passed, and he, you know, our 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 ancestors are very powerful, and they can move mountains, people. Um, and he literally pulled me out of harm's way when I was gonna, you know, go forward with the self harm approach as well. I don't know that. Um, I mean, most I, most people have contemplated this at some point in time. So. Let's tie this back, if you would, to healing, right? Because this is what the show's about. And I'm so grateful that you're here, Alex, because why do we need to heal? Because we were treated in a way that didn't serve our highest good. We were taught a way 
that should never be repeated, should have never been programmed, should never have been imprinted. And so, um, you can self-heal through singing, through music. Mm -hmm. There's science that shows that humming actually heals the body. And you can send the hum to any body part. (laughs) And that vibration can heal your body. Um, And then there's quantum energy healing. (laughs) And there you go. That was a quick transition. (laughs) Got to have a little levity, right? Because, you know, it is first thing in the morning. Um, So, interestingly enough this morning, I pulled two cards for the collective. It's usually Michelle's gig that I was called. And which one first? Right, that's what I thought. Okay. The first one was break the chain, ancestral patterns, healing, rewriting the future. And I got chills. And then dance with life do something to change your energy. And that's what we're talking about today. Those two things. The music is powerful in changing your energy and dancing, all that, right? And that's why people love, love music. I mean, there's a strong connection between our emotions and music. And when we hear, um, I mean, all kinds of music, right? Depending on what it's intended to do, it can make you laugh, it can make you cry, it can make you, you know, feel joyous, contemplate things, right? So I want to know, I want to hear more about um, how that song helped you heal and why you use music and what, mm, how it's been used in your life to heal, um, not only you, but like maybe people around you, but like specifically start with you, Alex. Yeah, um... There's, I think every song of mine is, I, I use music as my emotional release, is what I know. And it's, it's taking however I feel and throwing it on a piece of paper and being like, okay, this is, this is what I'm feeling in the moment. This is what's going on with me. And so finding a way, and I, I truly believe, like, if I'm going through something, someone else, but, like, there's almost 8 billion people on this planet, someone else is going through what I am. And so I find it, you know, it's a way to show and be able to put into words how I feel. And so, so with that song, it, I didn't have any words to, you know, express how I felt. And any, it almost was like a, such a state of shock for so long that, like, it, I had, there was no, like, no, like, there was no reaction. So it's, I, I finally was able to, you know, take a second and think about it and tap into it. And, you know, I think it was the, the second anniversary of when it had happened. And I was like, okay, I, I need to actually determine how I feel about this. Because I can't just sit here and, like, in denial of what's happening, you know, and so, or what happened. Um, so it was really my opportunity to find how I felt and, you know, release how I felt about it. Because it was kind of within me, but I didn't, I, I couldn't express it. And so I finally was able to write in that and feeling that. And, you know, I, 
I, it was so funny because it was one of the fastest songs I've ever written as well as, you know, recorded. Which I, I, the song was done within an hour and a half, like, right. top to bottom. It was really, really fast. And so, and, you know, for me, normally, I'm, I'm so obsessive about, like, harmonies. And, like, I love to stack vocals and do the doubles and add as many ad-libs and harmonies as possible. I don't think there's any on this song, like, at all. It's, it's the lead vocal and the, and the track. And it's just really, it's, I feel like it's, it's the most simplistic, almost, in my songs. Because it has, it's truly my vocal, the words and music and so it's for me it was such a big like okay i i understand how i feel about this now and so there's a lot of it, it took a lot to write it though and so a lot of my songs you know they're all whatever's going on in my life or and there's sometimes i do steal a few stories from my friends here and there but i'm an empath so i get to so i want to <laughs> i I, you know, I understand, I, I'm very big on, like, listening to, you know, what's going on in my life and my friends around me, people around me, and so taking, you know, I, when they say, I'm the most, like, empathetic crier ever, if someone cries, I cry, it's not good, it's such a, it happens all of the time, and so for me, it's like, I understand how they feel, and I'm able to feel what they felt, so when there's a good story, I have the opportunity I, I take bits and pieces, but you know, when and something that I've gone through, it's such an, it's really, and I, I take, I'm like my friend's therapist. I take everybody's feelings and emotions and I try to fix every problem, and I, I listen and I take everything on. And then it ends up sitting with me, and then I'm a disaster. So mm. I really found that writing out how I felt, or how they feel, or how, whatever the situation is, it really allowed me to that weight off of my shoulders and be able to put it you know it's still a part of me but it's not holding me down and being heavy on me with my energy and who I am and like how I feel and so for me it's just it's very important to me to be able to write write how I feel and everything going on in my life and it's such a big part of who I am and that's how I express myself and so yeah that's that's kind of how I I Really I'm asking the collective what questions you might have so people can uh, ask their questions um, about healing through music or bullying or what their experiences are. This is a safe place to share, um, you know, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube or Podbean. We also have Podbean going and Blog Talk. So um, Podbean, you can actually send it to me in a, in a text uh, on Podbean, or you can ask to come on the show, and, you know, your voice will be heard. Um, so, you, you know, you can do that. Um, we have uh, several people listening on, on Podbean this morning and on Blog Talk and on Facebook and LinkedIn, but you can't see that, and YouTube. So if you have... Um, thoughts that you want to share about um, healing through music. I know there's someone who's listening on Podbean, and I know he heals through music. Um, P.S. is his initials if you want to share. <laughs> I'm such a sneaky girl. <laughs> um, 
he's also another brother, a brother from another mother. Um, but I think, you know, we can, um, you know, we can self-heal. And I, I, we, this was originally supposed to be, you know, two hours of healing. But I think we're, we are doing that. We're just doing it differently. <laughs> so, um, and then Michelle said, or Chris says, I used frequency music and dance to relearn my balance and how to walk again. That's amazing. You know, I used frequency and sound to get rid of my post-traumatic stress disorder. Because um, I was, you know, I was basically, my home was a, a war zone, right? Um, I, I grew up, I was used as a punching bag in the, in the hospital many times. Uh, imprints of um, fingerprints that were on my neck, you know, um, from a family member. And uh, getting stitches, right? No one ever told the truth about it. And so I had uh, a lot of post-traumatic stress. Actually, they're calling it injury now. Um, and... So my doctor, Michelle Kukla, uh, from Healthy Living Counseling Center, um, introduced me to a sound frequency device called the BOD, uh, Bioacoustical Utilization Device. And I used that device um, when I saw her once a week for five years. And um, it does a reset on the neural network of the brain, bringing it down to baseline. So whatever trauma you have, you can reset it. Now, not everybody can afford that. Um, I, um, I uh, love you back, brother. <laughs> um, I, not everybody can afford the VODs. And I bought mine after I got off a of disability because I was disabled for um, just under four years. And um, what I want to say is this, uh, God came to me, like he works through you, Alex, and Michelle, and, and Raj, and he said, I want you to make this available to everybody for free. And so I have been creating these frequencies of music, healing music, um, and I put them on my YouTube channel, and they blend the body. Which, we, uh, in, which includes the frequency for reversing trauma. And it also includes my right, the Rife machine frequency, which, Alex, I know you're familiar with the Rife. Um, um, and the Rife machine, I ran it for mm -hmm. brain correction. And then I added the Selfregio frequencies from, monk, uh, from the Tibetan monks. And I added... Um, raindrops, which puts the brain in a alpha state. And then finally, I added the frequency of love um, music of 528. And it's only, I think it's like 50 minutes. And I know a lot of those 528 um, frequencies uh, run for 10 hours or whatever, or nonstop, really. <laughs> but you, I don't really want you listening to mine for more than that 50 minutes because it's actually physically healing your brain. And so there's only so much, like we got frequency drunk when your dad was here. <laughs> and that's a new term, I'm sure, for many people. But they, 
Well, so the frequencies were so high. So we created this labyrinth and it was just like, you know, creating all this energy. And then Raj has his cocoon and that was running. And the cocoon is another frequency device that raises the vibration. And we all got like, you know, like kind of like lightheaded. And we're like, I, I think I feel frequency drunk, which is the, the term that we, we created because there's no chaotic energy, right? There's no chaos. And we're like, <laughs> tongue hanging out, you know, to our belly button. Uh, you know, because I'm like, I have mush brain now. So we had to shift the frequencies, right? So we could have concentration, um, just to let you know that's a possibility. Um, but no hangovers, by the way, when you get frequency drunk. What's that? You don't get any hangovers from, from that. No, you don't even get any, no hangovers from being frequency drunk. So, um, oh, my PS guy came on, Philip Shannon. He says, the beauty of healing through singing is that I don't always know what will come up until I start singing. For example, I was giving, grieving my best friend and anger welled up that I didn't know was there. Tell us more, Philip, if you don't mind, and how, you know, if you're, if you're willing, and if you're not, it's so okay. You know, how did, how did the singing, I mean, were you able to release the anger, you know? Were you able to release the grief and give it to God, right? So, like, those kind of things. You know, we have not gone to one commercial. <laughs> I guess we'll just have to sell ad space on it instead. <laughs> um, so I, I want to know about your experiences with healing through music. Cause, I mean, yeah. obviously, you, you got into music because it does something for your soul, right? I mean, it's built into you, but it feels good, right? So that's part of the healing process is getting into that space where you feel that higher resonance, the higher vibration that makes you feel good. So tell us about your experiences with how healing, how you help you healed yourself and or other people through music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I was so shy when I was a child um, and you know, I had imaginary friends and stuff and, <laughs> and saw things and heard things, you know. Um, I was I was a real weird child uh, <laughs> to some. <laughs> um, music for me was always just, um, it was like my cocoon. Mm-hmm. So it was that space that I was able to go to to either dance or sing or just listen to. Um, I could evoke pretty much any emotion listening to music um, that was well before I knew what an empath was. Um, but I, for me, while, while music has always, it's just been such a constant healer in me, even before I knew it was healing me, that it just, like you said, Raja, it's just who I am. It's in my soul. Um, and for me, there's no getting away from it. In fact, I recall, um, years ago, somebody asking me, how long are you going to do this? Meaning, how long are you going to sing, you know, how long are you going to perform and, you know, sing in front of others? And I, I almost didn't know how to answer it. 
but when I did answer, it clicked. Oh, this person doesn't know me. They don't get me. <laughs> because if you do, you know it's never going to stop. That's who I am. And to your question about how has it healed others, while um, it, this came up actually while we've been talking today, I can think of three specific people who have come up to me at shows and um, and many more that I don't recall, but I recall these three because of their stories. And for one reason or another, they have felt called to come to me after and let me know how impactful what I do, what we do, what music does has been for them. One woman uh, had been in her house for a very long time, having lost her husband of many, many years. Um, so, you know, it's likely that she had been in a depression. And she came out to, by the coaxing of friends, she came out to one of our shows and um, of course, we don't know what's going on in people, right? Great. When we're on stage and performing, just as just as we walk through life, we don't know what's going on inside of others. And yet, when we are doing what we are called from our soul to do, whatever that looks like, we will impact people. And so this woman who had been grieving, who likely was depressed, was able to heal that night simply by, I say simply, simply by coming to hear music and to be in the frequency of joy and love and fun. And, you know, I often say what I do a lot of times is I unknowingly give people permission to set aside whatever is going on in their life at that moment in time. You can literally forget about it for several hours if you come to a show. And when you leave, I can almost guarantee you that what was going on before you arrived does not have the same um, weight that it did that it does after you leave, like or that it did before, rather, because music does that. Music is healing, and um, you know there are there are many stories of physical healing through music. Uh, the one that I see more often, though, is the the joy that is brought back to people, the um, the willingness to get out of the house and kind of get out of their own bubble that they're living in and experience something different and giving themselves permission to let things go. Because I know, too, you know, a lot of times when people are grieving, they feel like 
they feel like it's dishonoring if they go out and have fun or if they feel joy. Well, there, there's a actual, it's called um, sitting Shiva, right? And actually when a, um, in the Jewish tradition, uh, the spouse is not allowed to go out for a year. According, depending on what level of Judaism you practice. And so the, the spouse is tethered to the house for a year. You're supposed to agree for a year. I don't know about you, but there's no one in my life that I want to have grief that long for me. I mean, I've done my work. Right? When is my time? Hallelujah. Right? <laughs> I'm good. On to the next dimension. Yeah. I'm good. I'm ready to go back to spirit form any time. And so, yeah, I think that I, I think that does have, for some, it does have an impact, right? It's like, oh, if I go out and I have fun or if I laugh or you know, try to forget. It's like, oh, that that sounds horrible. How am I going to forget my loved one? Well, you're not forgetting your loved one. You will always carry them with you. And yet, the lessons that they taught you, that they were put in your life to teach you, can be carried on even when the grief passes. And it's not that you won't miss them likely forever, but you don't have to carry that heaviness with you. And they wouldn't want that either. And I know that's cliche, but it's not cliche. I mean, I, I, I will just say that is not cliche. You know, if they look, you, do you really think that my mom and dad want me mourning them every single day after they passed? I mean, is that the life that they want for me? It's, it's it's not happening. No. Instead, I just chose to connect with them on whatever dimension they are and talk to them. <laughs> I was going to say, for those of us that do communicate with those that transition, my experience every single time is there is no grief there. They're, they don't have the same kind. They don't have, they're not human. They're not in human form, so they don't have those emotions. And so when we're grieving, they really don't even connect with it. They don't understand it. So they want you to feel the love and the joy and the peace that they're feeling. That's all. It's not in resonance with their with their vibration. Mm-hmm. Right? Correct. Correct. So we're at a two, so to speak. Correct. All right. Yeah, we're not we're not harmonized. We're not. Uh, your your father Alex says something. The sim or the sim. Oh, and I think I've heard it from Doterra too. Like the symphony of the cells, right? Yeah, the 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 cells have their own uh, frequency and symphony, and how you choose to play those cells, right? There you go. Uh, I like that the symphony of the cells. Um, I'm just gonna pivot for a quick second because it's related to what you're saying, Michelle. Um, <clears throat> Philip Shannon uh, was gracious enough to answer the question about his release. And he says, grief is a journey. 
I released it a little at a time. I sang one of my grief songs in September, uh, and he's in a, uh, the gay men's chorus here in Atlanta, Georgia. And he said, I sang one of my grief songs in September, and it helped one woman release some of her grief listening to me. I can now use my experience to heal others. And he is also a, a quantum energy healer. And, um, you know, I want to say that my experience with music and healing, um, uh, and actually for the both of you, um, my first really was with Michelle. My second was with you, Alex, really understanding, um, because I, I wasn't really, I wasn't in a space to understand it before. Um, but I agree with you, Michelle. Like, when I go to your, your concerts, um, it allows me to compartmentalize and get rid of the, thing, the negative things that I'm putting my attention on, right? It gives me the diversion that I need so I can just kind of experience peace, joy, and happiness again. And then I come home, let's say, and let's say I'm back on target with the issue at hand, right? I've had the opportunity to release that energy and come back to it with a renewed outlook to view it as the observer. And what would I do as the observer in that situation, right? And then... I have a clearer mind and greater discernment around that. Um, for you, Alex, when I listen to you, um, and, 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 and let me just say that Michelle's doing some really fun songs, so she, you know, she just, <laughs> um, and I have not listened to all your songs. I've listened, listened to the ones that God has called me to listen to. And, um, but you, uh, you take me to uh, a level of deep consciousness. The fact that at such a young age, and this you said this several times, and I don't know if anybody's repeated this yet. I apologize if I didn't catch it. But how the heck did you know that you weren't the only one coping with this feeling? Like, we're, when you listen to the book, The Four Agreements by Miguel Ruiz, he says, uh, one of the agreements is be impeccable with your word. Oh, you know, um, uh, oh, goodness gracious. Uh, don't take anything personally. Um, what's the other two? Do you remember, anybody? Here, The Four Agreements. I'm going to. I got it. So, oh, yeah, be impeccable with your word. Uh don't make assumptions, always do your best, and don't take anything personally. Well, I suck at the don't take anything personally thing, right? <laughs> and I think it's only me, right? And I never thought, Alex, that, oh, other people must be going through it. It can't just be me, <laughs> you know, because I was made out to believe that, you know, whatever I'm feeling must be off base, right? Because you're crazy, like that, they gave me the crazy button. So, so, um, so cool that you thought that. 
Where did that come? Did that come from your mom and dad, or did that come to you naturally? Where did that come from? I'm not really sure. I I I definitely believe though, like anything that I feel, I know someone else is feeling. If I if I feel that I need to write about it, oh, that's the earnest what I write and what I say and what I think and what I share can help that. Yeah, that's the Ernest Hemingway in you. She's a little Ernest Hemingway, I'm just going to say. <laughs> we we had some freezing. Did you hear, did anybody, did I get frozen or? No. Okay. Where are you? Did you hear me, Alex, or did you, did I freeze on you? I think Alex froze. Alex froze. We have to clear that energy again. Did you hear anything? What I said was, yeah, so you're freezing on your end. Um, I said that's the Alex Hemingway in you, or Alex Ernest Hemingway, Ernest Hemingway in you. You know, the fact that you're, you're, you're um, all-knowing, like the clear cognizance, the, the clairvoyant, um, because you're, you, you, you see things uh, from the standpoint of being an old soul, right? You're very old soul. She's saying she can't hear anything. Okay, so let's, can we all clear the energy on her? I, I believe it's her computer. So her, the vibration of her computer, align it, her technology with her the, her own vibration, please. So vibe, uh, uh, connect the vibrations for Alex and her technology. So they vibrate at the same level and they remove any interferences. Can you hold that in place, please, so it fluctuates how it needs to and you have an equal transmission, an efficient transmission, equal transmission. Okay. I am going to go to a quick commercial since we haven't had one. How's that? Can we do that? We have a private chat. Oh, can you hear us now, Alex? I can. Yay. Um, okay. I can hear you. We're good. Yeah, we're gonna go to a quick commercial, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're, we're, uh, Raj, Michelle, and I have been clearing the energy. So, um, okay. All right, here we go. So. <laughs> The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speak. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Toussaint. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Wellbeing with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Viata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Hi, I am Jody Sun with Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey 
I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yet, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Tucson Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the show. We do have a caller in on Blog Talk, which I'm going to bring in. Um, and uh, the number is 312-882. And would love to hear what your question is and uh, also share with us first your name and where you're calling from. So here we go. Well, we are uh, Yashironi. Yes, good morning. Grand Rising. And how Very are you, nice. uh, Jody, and your uh, guest, uh, Michelle? How you doing? Yeah, we have Michelle, we have Alex, and Rajai. Oh, right. Well, that sounds like Team 23 to me. <laughs> this is Minister Plump, Robert Floyd Plump, Chicago, Illinois. And uh, I appreciate uh, uh, you all working as a team because I'm a team player myself. And most of all, I'm a vision uh, personality. And uh, I just want to reflect on uh, uh, thank you for uh, using your PMA uh, today, and that's positive mental attitude. And then I wanted to kind of comment on bullying. It's a, it, it is a, a negative mental attitude, and that's the difference. The PMA attitude is positive mental attitude. And the negative attitude is uh, a uh, uh, way of life. Uh, people use the wrong language. And, and in bullying, uh, you know, when I say the wrong language, uh, those are people that are hurt and people usually that are hurt, hurt other people. So, uh, you know, one of the languages that I would like to encourage you all to do is kick the K word. Uh, kick the K word is uh, really uh, uh, that language of kid, K-I-D. And uh, also, uh, I'd like for you to respond to uh, that K word. Uh, do you think that that's a, a negative word or a, uh, you know, positive word when I say kick the so K great word? Great question. First uh, of all, what it sounds like you think. Minister Plump, why do you think that kid is a bad word? What's your what's your interpretation of that? Well, uh it's the wrong language. It it causes people to use the and thank you for asking too, Jody. Uh it causes people to use the uh the negative mental attitude. And I use the PMA uh attitude. Uh, which we must uh, also I use music, and I'm the president of uh, Plump Music Productions, and I use music because music is a uh, is is a way of life that you can address also in a negative way or a positive way. 
See, I'm a 23, and numbers don't lie. People lie. You know, black, white, red, brown, and yellow. Uh, they all lie uh, for whatever reason. But Team 23 to me is together everyone achieves more, together everyone achieves much, together everyone achieves money, together everyone achieves millions, together everyone achieves miracles. And all miracles come from uh, God, Jody. I appreciate you for for that uh, type of concept, which uh, it relieves what we call stress. And, and stress is also something negative. But then to uh, deal with the PMA, you've got to have a vision. And I do have a vision. And roots is a vision, which is my roots is, is, is always first, last, and, and foremost God. And uh, my agenda is planning in 2023. And uh, welcome to the Female Solution. I love listening to uh, all of the different programs. And a shout-out to my beloved sister, uh, Sister Naima Latif, and assalamu alaikum. And we, we are going to be having our uh, breathing and our music today. We are going to be at Lake Grove Village from 6.58 to 9 p.m., and that's where brothers and sisters can learn and listen to the music because music is a, is a way of life of, as they say, soothing the uh, savage beast. So I'm a human yes, being please, like please, you, please. What, and I, I love Mr. being a human Plum, being. Plum, what is sure. it about the word kid that doesn't resonate with you? Because I, I think about kid, I don't want to kick the K word. I would like to be a kid. Well, so I'm so glad that I'm, her. you know, when, in other words, thank you for asking again. It's like when uh, in the word of God, it says when I was a child, I act as a child. And uh, I spoke as a child. And I did things as a child would do. And that's like uh, now that, I am that I am, and I am, I equals to one, and M equals to four uh, in Hebrew numbers. That's why I said the numbers don't lie. Uh, I just choose to be an adult but, now. But you're saying that we should kick the word, I said you're losing me. Are you saying that you you should kick the word kid to the curb because of a number? Uh, because uh, it, it creates a negative mental attitude, it, and that me- negative mental attitude is I something that you, you. were mentioning earlier called bullying. Forgive me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Forgive me. Yes, ma'am. For you. So shift your mindset. My interpretation of a kid is that they inspire me. Sorry, the computer's over here. So they inspire me to be a better person. Kids inspire me to think young. Kids inspire me to seek joy. So I don't want to kick kids to the curb. I love the word kids. So perhaps <laughs> well, I, it's about I, the vibration. Anyway. Hold on. Hold on. Perhaps yeah. it's about the vibration that's behind the word kid when it's used with you. So shift the vibration. Shift the frequency. Bring in the love, bring in the joy around the word kid and shift the reality. It's not the word. It's the frequency and the energy behind the word. 
I well, disagree. I do believe that we all got energy. Uh, however, it's a matter to me of a, you know, and I respect your opinion. However, it's a matter of fact. And, and facts is e- emotions. No, and when people, it's not when, a fact. The energy is the energy behind the word. What word, what energy are you putting behind the word? So it's well, not a fact. The, the, the it's your reality, is, 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 but it's not a fact. Kid is just K-I-D. And I love kids. So I have loved it. I'm glad glad I've become a human being as as I, uh, uh, you know, growed up as a full, uh, grown human being. And I am uh, also on a campaign. Uh, Yet we are on a campaign. And that's a part of our campaign is kicking the K word. Uh, So uh, people won't be created. You know, I I love that you have a mission. I can't support kicking a word to the curb um, because somebody's well, got an energy around it. I mean, I say I think, shift the I energy. I think we we need to probably have a special uh, program and 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 listen to the people on on that. Uh, you know, as a part of either a part of the problem or part of the solution. I say uh, the K word, Mama D. Love uh, always says that too. I think you uh, probably listened to her on the fourth uh, Saturday, Mama D. Love, uh, on the female solution. Yeah, yeah, you know what, uh, Mr. Plump, I'm going to ask a kid right now. I'm going to ask a kid right now to give her opinion. Alex, you don't have to have my opinion. What's your opinion of the word kid, Alex? You have to unmute yourself. I, my opinion of the word kid is that it's, it's a word. And it, it, it honestly, however you feel about it, you feel about it. And honestly, don't let words have power over you. You make your own decisions and you make your own choices. And so if you feel that a word has power over you and how you feel about a word, then that's how you feel and that's okay. And you can change it or you don't. And it's really your decision of how you feel about it. And if you don't want to kick the word kid, kid to the curb, then don't. And if you do, then do. Dude, right. You're your own person, live your life, and have your opinions. And you don't have to put them on other people. Or you can share your opinions. And now people are allowed to disagree. And it's a word. Right? Okay, Michelle, you're next. Go for it, Dolly. Well, I remember, um, <laughs> and I won't. I won't say exactly what I said, but I remember um, saying a phrase um, to my mom when I was very young. I don't know where I had heard it. Maybe I maybe I heard it in my own head and I just repeated it. I don't even know because I don't I don't know anyone at that age that would have said this phrase to me. Um, but it was apparently a bad word, and I didn't know that. Um, so I just said it. I said the phrase, and my mom, while she was taken aback, she kind of laughed because she understood that I didn't know what it meant because it was just a word to me. And so, I, I, yeah, I agree. I agree that words are words. And Jody, you even were talking about this in the beginning of the broadcast today that you know, the, the meaning that we put behind something or the frequency 
in which it is said or delivered or received, um, you know, can, can change the meaning of a word to us. And so I agree with Alex, you know, we can choose to deny that word and not use it, and that's perfectly fine. I mean, there are plenty of people that don't use what they would perceive to be foul language, you know, and then there's others of us that throw it out there like it's an if, and, or but, because it's a word, and sometimes that's the way I describe things best in my mind. So it's just a word. I like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, so I'm showing my easy button and my <clears throat> button. Uh, don't want to say that on air. But um, Raj, what do you have to say about the word? You know, I don't have much to add. You ladies were brilliant in your explanation on and I and with where you guys are at with that, and I really don't have much more to add. So you guys were brilliant. So. I want to add then to this, Alex, you're brilliant. I mean, both, everyone's brilliant, but Alex, you know, it's your you have 16 thing that you got going on. Why give your power away to a word? And the other thing I have is, why are we vilifying things? Like people vilify eggs or they vilify bell peppers because of lectin, or they vilify beans or they vilify beef. Why not allow people to have their feelings or have their sensitivity or have their desires without vilifying the thing? We don't just vilify anything. We can just say, okay, that person doesn't like X, Y, Z. Let them be with the fact that they don't like X, Y, Z. I mean, my husband doesn't like this. Uh, here, I'll just do it. I'll set. Mm, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's the button. And then we have. Right. Okay. So we have these two buttons that, you know, uh, and, and the truth is, <clears throat> The vibration on that F word is actually a high vibration, believe it or not, uh, because, at least the way we're doing it, because we have levity around it and it's funny. But if I use that same word and we won't press the button again and I'm using it with anger, um, like that's hurtful, right? It's really hurtful. But if I'm like, you know, using it with levity, it's, you know, and I try not to use the word anymore anyway, just because there is a perception out there. But, um, and that, by the way, when I was in the fourth grade, Michelle, that was a word that I used that I got spanked for, and I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> right? Had no idea. Someone else used it. That's cool. I, I like the vibration on it, apparently. And no I do it. What's that? Vocab word. You know, learning new words at school, you have a new vocab word. Right, right, right. Yeah, so so that's amazing, right? And so, so like, the thing is, um, like, the words are what you make it. And one of the chapters in my new book is, uh, which I've asked a few people to contribute to, is words are just vibrations in the air, right? And so what me, so I want people to provide discernment. And one of the ones that I'm using is the word thank you, right? So thank, 
thank you for all, all being here. Or, oh, well, thank you very much, right? So what's the tone? What's the energy? So, like, we have to, and then we have to be responsible for the energy we bring to those words. And since it, the word, sorry, Minister Plump, but since the word kid is used universally, instead of kicking it to the curb, how about shifting the energy on it for the world? Create a new concept and belief system around the word kid so it's surrounded with love, peace, and joy, and harmony. Do that. Love on uh, people. You what know what, uh, Jody? Jody, yes. can you hear me? Yes. Brother Pop is still I, here. Yes, ma'am. I, I just want to share this thought, you know, with my name, Plump, P-L-U-M-P, uh, which is Peace, Love, Unity, Marketing People. And I agree with love, you know, which is, is the greatest. Matter of fact, we have a concept that we're working on in the uh, community at large, and it's called Black Love uh, Matters Too. And uh, that's on our T-shirts, and it's a fundraiser. And hopefully that uh, the female solution might accept that we hold ourselves accountable for the conditions of our community, support our efforts as we exercise change. So I agree with, uh, you know, we have to change our mental attitude from that of a negative attitude to a, a, a positive attitude in order to help save the children. You know, which is uh, uh, a part of, uh, you know, our commitment and my uh, commitment to God as a minister, Robert Floyd Plump in Chicago. So, and thank you for that. But I think that if we really want to shift things, it's just my opinion. You don't have to agree. No one has to agree. I think we have to shift the energy around words and shift the energy around what we're doing instead of vilifying things. I'm so done with vilifying or even glorifying things. that Someone had posted, and I can't get it out of my head. It was like six weeks ago. There was an old, probably a prehistoric alligator because it was so huge. And they hung it, excuse me, by its neck. um, And they glorified the death of this animal. I'm like, why are we glorifying death, the death? Why are we glorifying anyone's death? Even if you're eating that animal, which they weren't doing, I don't think, you know, you still don't want to glorify that death. Like, stop it. Just stop. Be the love. Let, let's, let's love our people. We have to take our last caller, um, which is uh, 312-721, so I'll bring you on. Thank you, Miss, uh, for, for calling in, um, and we're going to close that mic and open up the other one. Okay, so welcome to uh, Healthcare the Female Solution. You are live. Yes, I am. I'm live. <laughs> uh-huh. We've Naima. got Naima Latif, executive producer. <laughs> yes, and I'm here with the illustrious Zelda, and we are uh, at uh, on our way on the shuttle train to the airport and just want to let everyone know we love you all. It's so wonderful seeing everybody that we've seen on the show, all that loving energy. And I totally agree. The best way to fix things is to accept people exactly where they are, accept however they see life, because no one is wrong. Everybody is an individuated expression of God. 
And so all of us are perfect exactly as we are. So I couldn't hear you when I was there. The, the, um... What I learned over the weekend um, while we were all here is, first of all, frequency impacts everyone so differently, and it allows us to process whatever uh, we need to process. And, like, for me, um, you know, I had too much energy uh, on my brain uh, uh, yesterday. And how that showed up was, you know, we created this... this um, Labyrinth, which was um, exuding a lot of energy, um, we then Rajai found uh, a much, uh, several um, orb door that are reverse light. So they're magnifying the energy of the land, of the vortex, of the labyrinth. And we opened up the vortex to the planet Jupiter, which is the planet of expansion. And as soon as I closed the that vortex, my brain functioned, but it allowed me to process at rapid speed. And so we don't know which person is going to do what process And so that was my, my learning. Uh, anything that, Raj, I sense you want to add to something about that? Well, you know, it, it's, we're all having an experience, right? We're all having a unique experience. And uh, we're all going to express that experience in different ways. And I think the biggest thing is we just need to honor other people um, in the way they show up um, and, um, you know, kind of be thankful and grateful for everything that, um, that, that, that is before us and that the opportunities that we have for um, just by being here in this dimension, because especially we're all expressing frequency, energy, and vibration. We're all here to um, to become something, right? We're, we're here for a reason. And Alex, like your talents, you are divinely inspired to be here. Quite frankly, I, I do believe you picked your parents uh, before you came here. Uh, and you have something to teach and you have something to share with people. And so this is really what it's about, is allowing those people to really flourish and, and to allow people like yourself to blossom, to become the kind of people that you were um, designed to be. And I think that's a lesson for all of us to take, um, approach everything in a sacred manner, right? And that's what we're doing here. That's what we're trying to honor here. Um, and um, that's, that's kind of my point of view and my take. And it's just about being in that place of love and resonating from there, right? Love, compassion, understanding, wisdom, right? Inspiration. And um, burning question everyone wants to know, Alex, is where can people find your music? There's so many places you guys can find my music. So I'm on all streaming platforms. Um, you can find it, Alex Freeman, on all streaming platforms. Um, as well as social media, you can find me at Alex Freeman Official on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, I think whatever other, oh, Facebook, any other platform is Alex Freeman Official, so you can find me there. Um, 
And yeah, if you guys want to go check out my music, you can find it there. I have music videos on YouTube, covers, all kinds of fun stuff. So as you guys can see here, um, yeah, you can find me, Alex Turin Official, wherever you're looking. And do you have a favorite song? Do I have to do it? Yes, my favorite one that I currently, I just released one recently, but my personal favorite is Broken Records. So it's right. this one right here. So I can't play it, Alex, because they'll cut yeah. the show. <laughs> Your dad played it for us, though. Oh, yeah. Um, on, that, on Sunday. It was awesome. So I encourage you to um, hear. Hey, guys. So I encourage you to, to, um, to, uh, listen to this link, what happens is if I play this on the show, um, YouTube then cuts off the show. Oh! That's, that's why we're not playing it. That's the only reason. So, But I just put the link in the thread. I also put in um, um, the Made uh, for More Global in the thread, um, which, you know, allows you to hire Alex to come in and speak to your school um, let me just um, share that screen as well. You know, um, I know we need, this is just the beginning and this was um, last minute and I would love at some point to do a deeper dive on the show, Alex. Um, mm -hmm. This is just planting a seed today, right? And to give people a hint about the power of energy, the power of positive thought, the power of owning your own power, which you are that, right? And actually all of you are that, right? Michelle, you are someone who owns her own power. You go on the stage, you're an introvert, but you do it anyway, right? And, um, and so, you know, the, when we can grasp a mission that's greater than ourselves, we lose the fear and we step into our own power and we step without fear. Singing on stage is not my mission. I have so much fear around it that it, my voice shuts down. But you put me on this podcast and you want to talk about what I think is important, you can't shut me up. Right? So just fine. So what I want to say, everyone here is uniquely different. I'm not supposed to be Michelle. And neither is she supposed to be me. And both of us are intuitive and we serve completely differently. And Michelle's a rock star and so is Alex. They serve differently. They have different missions. We are not in competition. We are here to serve each other and to help each other grow. I am a frequent so is Rajai. We serve differently and work together to serve the world. All of us do. And so if we stop the competition and lead with love and lead with collaboration, right? And look, we all get judgmental. We all get, like, annoyed. Take a breath. I'm, I'm the one to tell you, need to take a breath because I'm the one, I get annoyed, Right? And I breathe, I'm learning to breathe through it, right? And understand that that person's also going through whatever they're going through. And Raj is my teacher. Everyone, you should know, Raj is my teacher. 
We're all teaching each other, Jody. Well, yes, we are. But you, 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 you teach me the essence of grace. Michelle, you teach me the essence of listening. And Alex, different from listening, you teach me the essence of hearing. Up there. You hear on a level at an age that I don't even know. I have to process it. Mm-hmm. So I'm so grateful that all of us have had the opportunity to be here today to share parts of our journey, not all parts. It will grow. This is just the beginning. And Michelle, thank you for sharing the stage today. This is typically your day. No, I love it. Thank you. I'm so I, glad that we were able to do it. Thank you. I, I love you. I love you all. And um, let's go show the world how to be the light. How about we do that today? And if you have a hiccup, just say plot twist. <laughs> and then go back to being the light. All right. Anything else anybody wants to say before we go? Or I yeah. just want to thank you guys for taking the time to be here and sharing um, your your gift with the world and having the 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 courage to do what you do. So thank you. And I just want to make sure because I don't know if this one is. I just need to make sure I have this up here. Michelle, if you need to get in touch, I know you guys see Michelle every month, but Michelle Froge, MyRockstarCoach at gmail.com, website www.rockstarcoach.org, Facebook at The Rockstar Coach. Okay, The Rockstar Coach. Rockstar. Um, and Rajai, is your number on your... There we go. And then... Um, Alex, we put up your information, and I think I created in the comments, I did not create a banner, forgive me for that. Um, so I have actually, let me do this. Do you want to just tell people real quick how to get yeah. in touch with you, please? Yeah. The, a bit of the, like, there's an email address and a, like, where the, I think I have it up here on Made for More, actually. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Yeah. So you guys can find me at any social media at Alex Freeman Official. And then I have a email, which is Alex Freeman at, sorry, Alex at AlexFreemanRocks.com. I don't always see my emails, so I'm very better about messages and DMs and stuff like that. So if you guys want to reach out to me, you can definitely reach out to me then. Okay, and what about this contact information for people who want to bring you into the school? Is the info at madeformore.global also okay? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. And then they call your mom at the 315-254-3186? Yes. Okay. And so um, 
you know, we do have people like Zelda and Naima work a lot with the school systems in Chicago. So I anticipate that they would want to bring you in. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. All right. And Rajai, your number here, 847-754-8555. If you need an amazing coach or energy healer, he is also your guy. Um, you know, uh, uh, I think we're good. You know how to get in touch with me. Uh, oh, I don't know where my banners are. Um, here we go. So, uh, Reverend Jody, 847-738-0242. Jody at SusanEssentials.com. Or just visit my site, SusanEssentials.com, and click the red button for a free consult. All right, everybody. I'm going to run that ending. And be the love you want to see in the world. Cheese. <laughs> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.